This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. My name is Albert Pendarvis. I'm the pastor of the First Baptist Church here in Algiers, where Pastor Shelton labored uh, many, many years, almost 50 years, uh, getting out the gospel message to a lost and dying world. And I want to invite you folks who have been hearing the messages to listen each morning with us at this same time, Monday through Friday on this station, to hear that old, old story of how Christ died for sinners. There are no new truths to bring you, my friend. There are no new revelations that many speak of. There is only one message, and that is that man by nature is a sinner, a lost sinner under the judgment of a sin-avenging God. And then there is the remedy for sin. And that's what we bring uh, here day by day, that Christ died for sinners, for lost sinners, for those who have been shown that they're uh, in need of salvation. That That's the message that Albert continue to bring here time after time as the Lord's lead. And my prayer is day by day that I'll be true to your soul. We're living in a day now when man denies the word of God. Children are being brought up in homes where no longer the Bible is read or even seen in many of our homes. If it is, it hadn't been open uh, lately. As the old song says, there's dust on the Bible. And our family life is all but a thing of the past. There's no more home life where the father is the head of the home and respected and revered. The mother is not there any longer to see to the children when they get home from school. No, they just uh, hang on the corner, as we hear them say today. The mother is out either working, trying to help uh, make a living, or out on the street, out in the mall, letting the children fend for themselves. So we have now a generation that has come up here. I believe they call it Generation X. I don't know where they come up with these terms, but that's what they call it, this generation that you and I see on the streets today. As a whole, they're not obedient to anyone, to the law, or to their parents, and they do as they please, and most are feared by father and mother. My friend, I know that there are exceptions. I know that there are homes where children have been brought up. I see those homes. I visit in homes where the gospel has been preached and taught and where the parents have taken a stand for the Lord. And I admire a family where the children are submissive to the parents. But the scriptures tell us that in the last days, perilous times shall come. And I believe that we're in those days now. You ask, what is the answer? I believe, I truly believe that we as a nation have lost our, ch our children. We've lost our families. But I thank the Lord that in one home here and one there, the gospel message has touched hearts. There is that crying out after the holiness of God. But to say that we can turn this nation around, <clears throat> that they might be saved and to return to the old past, is hardly possible, given the attitude and spirit that I see among our people. The natural heart wants its own way. It doesn't want to bow the knee to the authority of God. And so men go on living in sin, never seeing their need of turning to the Lord. Let me read God's word to you, if you will. Uh, listen and, and read with me, if you will, there in the Second Timothy, Second Timothy chapter three, beginning at verse one, describing the days that we live in. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come, for men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy without natural affection, truce-breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, 
heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure, more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying the power of God, from such turn away. My friend, do you see those things uh, that God's Word said? He says, in the last days, these times shall come. Men shall be lovers of their own self. Don't we see that on every hand, my friend? Men, uh, there's no love for God. There's no love for fellow man. But men are lovers of their own self. They worship their own self, their own covetousness. They, they're, they're, the, the world today by nature is covetous. There's no uh, free spirit of giving in the folks. Uh, the Lord has uh, uh, predicted those things in the scriptures. It says boasters. Where do we find today on the average in the average uh, uh, crowd where we meet? Folks are proud of who they are and what they are, proud of what they've earned and what they've uh, gained. They're blasphemers. They, they, the name of our Lord is blasphemed day by day with the profanity and the vulgarity that we see uh, in the average man. And then there's blaspheming on uh, denying the power of God, uh, worshiping Satan, as it were. And then we see our children disobedient to parents. Uh, never has there been a day like today where parents have no... Uh, idea what to do with their children they're not able to control them they've allowed them to have their own way and they so therefore they're gone our our institutions are full of juvenile delinquents or the murder rate is up uh tremendously for our young folks killing one another then we see unthankful mo most folks are unthankful today as we go about our daily tasks, we find folks who are complaining and bickering and griping and, and doing all of those things. They never stop to pause and thank the Lord. And then it says they're unholy. We have an unholy nation, my friend. People tell us that America is a Christian nation, but you and I know that we, that we are not a Christian nation. Oh, yes, we, uh, we have lots of churches. There's a church on every corner almost. But where is that uh, love for one for another? The Christian spirit that we uh, should see in the in the heart and in the mind of the natural of a Christian, without natural affection, that's what God's word says. Another one of the descriptions of those men in the last days that will come. There's no natural affection. Now we see so much unnatural affection uh, in the in the lives of men and women. Unnatural. And we'll get into that a little later as we go into some of the great old doctrines of God. We see that they're truce breakers. Men's word means nothing this day and time. You can't trust even your closest friend anymore. False accusers. Men and women are, are falsely accused on every hand by some uh, false accusations. Then they're fierce. Men are, are, are fierce. They uh, take their venom out on those who they despise. And they despise those that are good. It says they're tra are traitors, high-minded. Folks are high-minded today. They live for the pleasures of the world more than lovers of God and yet have a form of godliness. That's what's so sad. We're speaking of religious people, my friend, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof. From such turn away. Our Lord tells us to turn away uh, from those uh, who ha deny the power of God. My friend, this is what we're facing today. We're, we, we're just facing a terrible time because God's Word predicted that we would. I realize that no man, that no preacher is able to turn one individual to the Lord. I found that out many years ago. You and I, uh, we, we're not able to turn a soul. There must come the work of God's Holy Spirit to awaken men and women to the fact that they are enemies of God. Uh, without the Spirit's work, there can be no work, my friend. The Bible says that they're enmity against God. 
enmity, not at enmity, but enmity against God. There's that hatred for God. Oh, you might say, well, I don't see that. But you let uh, someone cross the wheel of one of those folks, and you'll see where the enmity is. Our only hope for our people is the old-fashioned Holy Spirit conviction. Why why do we say old-fashioned? Because, my friend, it is old-fashioned. There's no more. There is uh, no longer that old-timey religion as we used to see when maybe you were a child and I was a child. Uh, Old-time gospel uh, revival meetings where God's man stood and was faithful to God's word, preached the gospel as it was, uh, as it is to men as they are, uh, that would open the heart of men, cause men to see themselves, and then give them grace to turn to Christ. That's salvation, my friend. The Lord gives grace, uh, shows us that rebellious spirit, that rebellious heart. He, uh, the Lord, is the answer. He is the Savior. I know that all men will not come to Christ. I know that. I know that the Scripture says there's many called, but few are chosen. But one here and one there will, 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 will be called out before it's uh, everlastingly too late. The Lord has not gone off and left us. He has a number that no man can number that he uh, chose before the foundation of the world. Let me ask you there, you who are listening this morning, are you saved? Are you a child of God? Are you sure that you're a child of God this morning? Maybe you've never been asked that question before. Maybe you've not thought of much about your soul's of salvation. But let me just probe your heart this morning. Here on this, in this early morning hour, my friend, let me just probe your heart. Uh, are, you, are you afraid to have that question asked? Do you know the Lord? Are you fearful that someone will ask you uh, when God saved you? Are you fearful that someone will say, uh, what is your soul's condition to say? Maybe you've not thought much about your soul's salvation. Many haven't. But let me say to you that being saved, being born again, becoming a child of God is the greatest thing that ever can happen to a poor lost soul. I'm not asking you if you ever joined some church or if you're a member of such and such a church. No, I'm not asking you if you've ever made a decision uh, for Christ giving your heart to Jesus, as we hear so much today? No, that's not the question. Are you ready to meet the Lord? Are you? My friend, don't throw the message over your shoulder. Don't turn the radio off. Are you ready to meet the Lord this morning? The Scripture says, The soul that sinneth it shall die. And our, father, and our friend, we just know that uh, somewhere down the road, one day you and I are going to be uh, come to the end of this life. We're going to come to the end of the road. And uh, let me ask you, are you ready to meet the Lord? Has all of your sins been put under the blood? Can you say of a surety when you die that your soul will go on to be the Lord? That's the most important question, my friend, that you'll ever face. What are you, what is, what are you basing your hope of heaven on? Let me ask you this, seriously this morning. What are you basing your hope for heaven on? Uh, is it uh, just uh, something that you uh, worked up or dreamed up? If it's anything except the blood and righteousness of the Lord Jesus Christ, it will not stand. It will not hold in the time of judgment. Think with me. The salvation of your soul is the most valuable thing that you possess. Your soul is the most most valuable possession that you have, my friend. We we each have one. We each have a soul. And it's the most precious thing that that you and I could ever have. Is Christ your all in all today? Could I lay that? Uh, thought upon your heart this morning without you uh, falling out with me and running off, getting mad? Can you lay down at night when you go to bed at night 
and know that for a surety that your soul is safe? When you lay up on your pillow tonight, are you able to look up and say, Thank you, Lord? Or are you fearful of death and what it brings? Is death just a leap in the dark for you, my friend? I'm afraid that there are many who know nothing of the saving grace of the Lord. They know nothing of the death of our Lord Jesus. Have you ever come across that scripture which says, Make your calling and election sure? Have you? My friend, to make your calling and election sure is the greatest thing that you could do, to, to, to seek the Lord while he may be found. Are you ready to go out into eternity this day? Are you? Let me ask you again, what is your hope? What is your hope of heaven? There is there hope? Do, do you have that hope in your bosom this morning? There is no hope except uh, in Christ, in the shed blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. He is my hope this morning. He is my all in all. I, I wish you'd think much about your soul. If you will uh, continue to hear us every morning, Monday through Friday at this same time, as we bring these messages, proging your heart, getting away from all the flimsy things that come upon us in the preaching world today. And let me just give you our mailing address before we have to close. It's Radio Missions. Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And my website, radiomissions.org. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis speaking, inviting you to tune in with us each day. Call your friends and ask them to tune in. And uh, may the Lord bless you and keep you. And... Uh, uh, it's our desire that you would seek the Lord. Don't don't let uh, anything interfere with your seeking the Lord, my friend. We'll say goodbye and God bless you. Pastor Pendarvis reminds you to listen to the live Sunday morning Bible School of the Air and morning worship hour broadcasts from 10 a.m. to noon Central Time. These broadcasts are available on the Radio Missions Internet Radio Station. For more information, visit our website at radiomissions.org or call the church office at 225-664-8658. 